Welcome back to Paranormal Chat. My name is Jennifer and Jesse is here. He was our first guest. He is my boyfriend. He is most likely going to be on every episode, so he's most likely, he should be called a co-host, but I'm kind of going to be dominating everything. But anywho's, this second episode is going to be my stories, um, or a majority of my stories. And I should just say that most of my stories have to do with Jesse. Um, I've had some experiences without him, but majority have been. And I'm just going to say as a trigger warning, a lot of this has to do with self-harm. It was a very bad time in my life where I felt very alone and I felt like the only answer was self-mutilation. And so I just want to point that out before you listen. And if you feel that way, you should always try to find somebody to talk to or consult with a physician to try to make things a lot better. Definitely. Don't just let it continue. Yes, definitely. I am on medication and... I feel great for the most part. I still have my bouts, but it's nowhere near what I used to be. So if you are feeling depressed, if you're feeling like you have anxiety, if you have suicidal thoughts, please reach out to somebody, a family member, a physician. There are many organizations that can help you. Or a complete stranger if you don't feel the confidence. I mean, I've always found it the best way to just kind of put on a facade change your name up when you're talking to somebody tell them about your day you know talk about the things just let it out you know don't bottle it up uh, mm -hmm. make sure you feel free enough to have those conversations you know yeah don't don't do what i did in, in the stories that are to follow okay so my first story that i'm gonna tell you um it's not the scariest story but it's definitely the most interesting it definitely creeped me out so a little backstory before um me and jesse were together we did know each other we were friends and technically we kind of lived together in the same apartment with about six or seven other roommates it was insane and i do not recommend it but for some reason, we thought it was a great idea to go to graveyards in the middle of the night. And that was kind of like our fun go-to thing. And so this story um, happens to be the night that the last Harry Potter book was released. And uh, everybody in the apartment, except for me, decided they were going to a graveyard. I actually went to a midnight Harry Potter book release party at Walden Books. It was great. I rushed home to start reading my book. I was alone in the apartment, very like entranced with my book. And it was just completely quiet. And out of nowhere, I heard so loud that it was able to break my concentration from reading my book. And so I was just like, what the fuck? 
and because I knew I was alone in the apartment and so I got up to start to look around and before I could even leave my room um, I got a call from Jesse and so I of course I answered it and instead of like hearing him on the other end all I heard was like wind kind of like this like rustling noise and like swaying noise like nothing that I could attribute to Jesse or any other human being to be honest and so I hung up and so I started calling him because I was concerned because I knew where they were at and so Jesse wasn't answering I started calling the other people that I knew were there none of them were answering and so naturally I started to freak out and so eventually they did come home well let me just kind of chime in seeing I was like <clears throat> I'm on the opposite end of this mm-hmm. at the time that she's recalling these events I remember you know I um it's a group group of us I'm just like as normal you know angst that I am I don't care that we're here I'm just kind of over it but I know everybody's kind of got their adrenaline going so one of our friends decides that they're gonna ask me hey how about you kind of incite some of these spirits you know make them see if anything happens and I'm like of course my first immediate answer is I'm like come on guys like that's not it that's not where you want to do like you know these people are resting like you know da 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 the whole spiel and like literally they're all like oh come on man like what, what did we come out here for if not for this and i was like well, all right well i'm gonna do some things not anything major but you know something enough to kind of just see if anything happens and i'm not touching my phone and you know general recall once i'm done with my part where all our friends are like no we literally didn't know that this was happening to you so we all take out our stuff, you know, everybody's taking pictures of stuff. I'm not on my phone personally. Um, I'm doing the thing. Uh, we're all doing our thing there. And, you know, a little bit of everybody starts to feel kind of creepy, icky. And finally, they're like, you know what? This is getting too weird. Let's just get out of here. And henceforth, we leave. And, okay, get it back to you. Okay, so when you guys came back home... I was very concerned about y'all and so I guess y'all listen or well at some point you left your phone on a, a gravestone and yes. you and you decided that you were gonna record on voice memo and so on your way back home you decided to listen to what was recorded and so I had left you a voicemail previously before y'all went to this graveyard and during this voice memo recording this voicemail came up and you could hear me talking and uh, it just cut out and then uh, I guess further into the voicemail you heard like this really guttural voice like I don't know if he was saying get out or go away it was something Really? It was a very raspy, yeah, like gurgly kind of. He has phlegm in his, like a yeah. big amount of phlegm in his throat. It was just a very creepy voice, and it's been over ten years. Like I, I honestly can't remember. 
But anyways, so they get back and they show me this and there's no way that Jesse could have The technology did not exist. This yeah, was back th- then. <laughs> this was literally a Kyocera flip phone that uh took terribly pixelated pictures um but they were it, good enough for myspace <laughs> yeah you know it, it, the technology didn't exist and by god if i could do that i'd be up there with baggins right now <laughs> for sure if that was the case but it was a very weird thing yeah but so you showed me this when y'all got home i remember you. i was i, I wasn't scared i was like this is amazing let me show you towards her rebuttal was she was not I was terrified. Yeah. Like, I literally... When he showed me the voice, I literally jumped and I started hugging you because I was so scared. I'm pretty sure your girlfriend at the time did not appreciate that. I'm pretty sure she did not. But anyways, um, it scared the shit out of me. Like, because I just knew that, again, technologically, that was not possible for that voicemail to pop up nor do i have the dexterity or knowledge to accomplish that even right now yeah you're just terrible at technology it's kind of sad but anyways um so yeah that was the first story that really scared the shit out of me and i just i don't know i wish we could have kept that and bottled it i'm pretty sure it would have been like a great thing especially like okay these graveyards that we're talking about these aren't generic graveyards oh no (laughs) um these are family-owned graveyards out in the country Mm -hmm. and uh you know the the incantations and whatnot that i did they really were meant to kind of rile them up to see if they would say anything Mm -hmm. henceforth me leaving my phone on recording because you know you, they don't you don't always hear what's going on as when you're going unless it's recorded yeah technically and technically EVP. um well i didn't know that fancy term over there i just know <laughs> when i would do things and i would voice record them this actually happened because i left a voicemail for my mom sorry our dog is growling yeah, at us <laughs> I, I left a voicemail for my mom while i was doing weird stuff and you literally heard somebody in the background talking and when me and my mom were like, who was with you? I was like, nobody was with me. I was literally alone in a room. But anyways, not to steal away from this. Yeah, it, it was not orchestrated, planned. The other people were like dumb as bricks. <laughs> I can promise you that. Yeah. They're not very savvy on like, you know, this kind of stuff. So yeah, it, it was a real event that was really weird. and It definitely was, it was not what we were expecting. And after that, nobody just nobody ever wanted to go graveyard. Um, <laughs> Not graveyard. Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> that was the 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 needle that you know. I mean, this this straw that poked that camel's back. After that, everybody's like, nope. Well, you know what? We should stop this. Yeah, we good. <laughs> okay, so um, that one was, I guess, my most memorable, and most safe to tell other people. Or you, you know what? No, this is a quick little safe one, um, with my dad we used to live in this mobile home park um my mom managed it and we actually lived in this like beautiful i mean beautiful fancy house and um the the house was surrounded by mobile homes also very beautiful mobile homes like they had like stupidly high standards that i'm just like 
even now I'm just like why wouldn't they just buy a house if these are the stupid standards you need to have anyways I I was oh god I was probably like eight eight nine or ten I don't know and it was just literally me and my dad alone in the house and um this house had a, a long hallway and my dad was like on the other side of the house and I was walking down the hallway and a pencil like literally hit me from behind and um I was very confused because I was just like what the fuck and I didn't say what the fuck that was I I imagine if I was older I would say that but um I went found my dad and I was like hey did you throw this at me and he was like no and so like to this day like when I told him earlier that I'm gonna start this podcast he was like well we could talk about the pencil <laughs> at Brookdale so um that is I guess like my most light-hearted paranormal story um not much weird stuff happened unfortunately uh that house was eventually flooded out by the flood of 98 you can look for it on google it's a real thing and we were no longer able to live at that house that whole area was condemned and it sucked but anyways on to the next story um so i guess this is gonna be one of those dream stories and it this is i guess when i should say like this is when like the trigger warning comes into play so when i was younger i used to cut and um i'm not saying like a little bit like i would just fuck up my arm like my tattoos cover my arm now but back then it was just covered in scars i was not in a good place and for some reason i thought it was a good idea to write in the walls in my blood cover the door in my blood like not completely but like i would smear my blood around and so uh, you can jump in anytime you want <laughs> uh, um no that's pretty much your story I'm yeah well, um so this is also a time when jesse we were together slash not together it was a weird time but um i used to smear my blood on the wall because i was not okay and um so there was this one time again this is a dream story i had fallen asleep and i i was dreaming it felt real like i i cannot like stress yeah I can't, okay. yeah i can't stress that enough and so jesse walked into the room and like i just noticed his back to me and he was like sniffing and like looking and inspecting the blood on the walls and the door they were everywhere like i covered my four walls and my smears of blood again i was fucked up <laughs> and um all I could see him is like going to each blood splatter and like throughout the whole time I kept on saying Jesse Jesse and like I was expecting him to turn around and be like yeah or it's just something to acknowledge me and he never did and finally when he did turn around he didn't have a face like 
instead of a face it was just blank and he hurled himself at me and began to choke me and so in my dream I was choking he I was fighting him off like I was just trying to get him off of me and so when I did wake up I was literally choking and like struggling as if it was a real person that was holding me down and it was it was terrifying and so at the at the time this is a different place at the time we lived with my brother and his girlfriend and or not current girlfriend but ex-girlfriend well yeah my brother is married yes. now girlfriend I, at the time yes there you go i just feel like that should be stressed out just in case yeah you know well i sorry okay girlfriend at the time there you go not just, current just wife yeah, just to cross out, you know, the and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. You don't want uh, to upset anybody. No, definitely not. Or just, you know. No, I definitely respect. Yeah, I respect their relationship, and I definitely don't want any type of like confusion to happen. But anyways, so girlfriend at the time, she sees me waking up, and I am covered in sweat. I am panting like I've just like gone through a fight and she asked me what happened and i tell her like i am literally sobbing i tell her this whole dream that happened and and she's just like i'm so sorry i can see that you're scared and like she's literally just holding me because like again i'm terrified and so at that time i think you were out of town yeah i don't condone any, anything that faceless jesse does <laughs> actually like now that i'm thinking about it a lot of the stuff that happened you were out of town so another thing that happened and like it was really weird because you went to to new orleans for work i think mm -hmm. and um so you were gone for a day and the next day like was a literal infestation of flies like do you remember the the movie the original um amityville horror with the flies that are yeah, on the, the window scene? yeah 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 so that's literally how the entire house was like this side of the house and it was scary again to go back if you've listened to the first podcast going into the second one yeah i i pushed a lot of boundaries when in my search to the occult stuff um mm -hmm. i can honestly tell you that i don't scare easily <laughs> and the things that do scare me are worth being scared of um I try a lot of things um so yeah I, I can whenever it is that i would have my little expeditions to places i would most definitely go and so search for the most occult stuff to try to learn from it and yeah push the boundaries so yeah i can i can imagine some weird stuff happening you know some residual effects to the place where i stayed or you know that i would call as my home but yeah, yeah. so while jesse was out in new orleans having a blast blasty blast without me this house was in like had an infestation of house flies and it was terrifying because I literally stood in the middle of the living room 
and could hear the collective buzz of these flies and it was loud I wouldn't say deafening but it was loud like you just looked around and like the cords to the ceiling fan and the light it was just covered in flies and it's like the windows were covered in flies like it just didn't make any sense like I, I called my dad because I was so scared because I didn't understand what was happening we searched for dead animals we searched for rotting food we looked around the house everywhere and we couldn't find any logical explanation for these flies that suddenly in one day infested the house and so we slowly had to begin to just fucking kill them like with fucking flies waters and whatnot like it just it made absolutely no sense and so eventually like after three days like they died down um like you would find occasional flies on the mirror or something but they were gone finally and that's around the time that you returned from new orleans and like i know you didn't think it was a big deal at the time well, yeah when i i got here everything was kind of just yeah it was all gone well you i mean didn't you, there was a little bit of it. stuff and i was like are you really like just a couple of flies come on man yeah but you didn't have to deal with literal swarms of flies inside of the house for no reason and it was just it there was just no logical explanation like my like if i if you were to talk to my dad now like he would tell you like yeah it it, it didn't make sense and we had to like make a game out of it so it just didn't seem so scary like to kill the flies but that was one of like the weirdest things that i can say that has ever happened and you know what now that i think about it like a lot of the time it was in this house or the other house the crystal cove house you're talking about me the, yeah the, the diamond cove house yeah. diamond cove okay sorry diamond cove yeah because another time well uh, this would probably be later on into uh probably another podcast but the diamond cove house was inhabited by actual things that you know i actually had to like befriend and kind of scurry away which would be like another story you know podcast of you know i guess what you would call it uh what poltergeist is that what you call them well, I don't know what the thing... Well, I guess... Violent ghosts that yeah. hit you and you get to move around. Yeah, I guess so. Poltergeist. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, that... I didn't know the term of it at that point. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, in a different kind of a quote section. I always found ghost stories kind of, like, childish and, like, not mm-hmm. interesting. But, yeah, well, you know, that that was one of the, the biggest revenues of things that I got from there. But, yeah, going back to... Yes, that is creepy. Continue. Yeah, so um, back to, you said Diamond Cove? I always get Diamond and Crystal Cove. Yeah. Okay, so Diamond Cove. Um, <laughs> there was so many weird things that happened there. Well, that was the weirdest of place. I had these 
sealing things where like I put everything inside my room mm -hmm. and I wouldn't let it out so it was just in my room so my room was essentially a like a sealed up little vault yeah it was like a fucked up shit playground <laughs> of like fucked up shit nothing too serious would happen but like if you let your mind slip enough it would get you um so i could see how it could be kind of overwhelming to people that would go in there and weren't prepared for it well yeah because i definitely didn't go in there thinking like oh jen you better uh, guard yourself for some fucked up shit so one of the most i'm sorry our dog is growling at us come here Paul. so one of the I think she might be hungry I'm, i I'm already gonna, fed her oh you fed her yeah okay. so um one of the most memorable things that happened to me there um you had fallen asleep already and when you lived there you had like a shrine almost to santa muerte yes okay so some of her remnants are still behind me uh, still to this day because you, you can't get rid of all that stuff you have to you know yeah you're basically stuck with it um anyways yeah yeah the most memorable thing i remember at diamond cove was waking up in the middle of the night your mattress was on the floor at the time mm -hmm. and so me and you were asleep on this mattress and i woke up because it was literally not shaking but like vibrating not even vibrating like it felt like there were two people on either side of it like tr like taking turns lifting up each side repeatedly trying to knock us off of the mattress at the time i wasn't drinking i was just naturally tired from my job <laughs> and just like natural shenanigans that i would do mm -hmm. so i and i had become accustomed to this yeah and so it was i woke up i was terrified i had no idea what the fuck was going on and so like after i woke up for like a, a second or two like it stopped like whatever what it what who was doing it like the, re, re realized like that i was awake and so it stopped and it scared me and so i woke you up or while I tried waking you up, I shook you, and after a while, you were like, oh, it's normal. <laughs> I, I, that's, I remember that. I was like, I know it sounds like a real jerk move to do, but in my sleep super, I literally was like, what are you talking about? This happens all the time. Just chill. Because in my head, I was like, this isn't anything... To wake you up about. <laughs> dangerous. You know, this is just these two girls just playing their shenanigans that they always do mm -hmm. and that was the thing that you told me that it was a girl ghost or something yeah and i just was i was freaked out by it and so another time like this is gonna be like a dream type thing another time i remember i had a dream 
you were like at your little altar. You and were, this is you're having this dream at yeah, that location. At, yeah, okay. at that location, you were asleep next to me, and so I was dreaming that you were kneeling at your altar. You were talking to me. You were telling me to read these papers, like not full letter-sized papers, but like torn up papers with stuff written on them. And so I'd read them in my dream, and then you'd start to burn them. And you just kept repeating this process. And so when I woke up, I was kind of freaked out for some reason. And so in the morning, when you woke up, I told you about this. And you're, you were asking, what, what did they say? What did they say? Like, it was so important to you. Yes, it was. To know what these papers said. And I just couldn't remember. But I just remember being really affected for probably, like, the next two to three days where I couldn't shake this feeling, like, that this was important or I, something. I believe at that time... And I know it's going to sound like rubbish to some people, but at that time, I genuinely was very, very, very entranced with Nicholas Flamel. Hmm. And I was trying to find the key to immortality. <laughs> so I was going about all kinds of different ways. So I was just hinting to any kind of sign of finding some kind of way to hint it and uh, you know what I hit a couple of snags around the road um, eventually gave it up some weird stuff happened that I didn't enjoy um, but yeah I mean I can uh, I, I recall that because I was very adamant about you telling, telling you what me they what said. it said even the inkling like I was all like did they look like this was this the kind of thing that you saw and you were like I don't remember and I was like ah. <laughs> it was all the good dreams spent on you. Yeah, like I was just like, what's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was one of the things that happened. Like I just know that during that time, like I don't know if it was just mental health that attributed so much to what happened. Um, just because I know that we were both in such states that now that we're not thankfully that back then we were just drinking ourselves and to death into the grave as fast as we could or just like trying to self-mutilate as much as we could just to feel something and i just i feel like that was that there was something more to it than just our mental health yeah i and not to lead into our current uh, what is it 2019 is that what the year we're in right now yes we're in 2019. 2019 not to I guess glorify this age of clowns and clown <laughs> movies but before it was cool before anybody thought it was rad I would like to dress up in clown makeup in the middle of the night I would I would buy a, you know, grease paint and powdered, and I would just try my hardest. It's one of the things I enjoyed. I'm not a fan, and I, neither do I condone any ICP 
activities <laughs> I actually will shun you and I probably won't talk to you even though you're a cool person maybe if you don't bring it up we can be friends <laughs> but don't tell me about ICP <laughs> um yeah okay uh anyways I digress any more than that yeah, thought that was a public that. service announcement <laughs> PSA we don't care or like insane clown bossy so don't come at us with it anywho's um back to our well we just lost half of our base of people <laughs> or like they're gonna find out where we live and dox us but anyways um so that i think those were like some of the main things what else can i think of like i just know that I don't think I can, and I, I don't think I can remember anything else. Is there any questions you'd like to ask um, me before I end this? All I know is that I had really messed up. <laughs> and I had done a couple of, like, weird things. And uh, this thing was, like, following me around everywhere. <laughs> like, I could not get rid of it. Like, it was literally like a... It just wouldn't let me go. And it was to the point where it was kind of driving me to that edge of, like, insanity to the reality. So I had to develop, like, little small safe spaces. <laughs> and while I was, you know, staying here with you, I had to make this a safer haven. So I had owl wings. Oh, I forgot about the owl wings. Put here. And, of course, I'm not going to come in and talk to extremely you know fearful Jen like hey I need to put these owl wings with this you know talisman in here just so I can sleep or not be buggered by this it's okay chill out <laughs> let's go watch TV <laughs> you know she would have flipped out so of course you know I come in I get my CJ's whatnot set up my whatever thing and you know set it up so I can get a good night's sleep and uh, left it at that. Of course, I forget about it. Da 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 da, and you know, I'll let her finish this off. Yeah. So, at some point, I could actually give you the date. March twentieth, two thousand nine. Jesse leaves. He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> so, anyways, Jesse leaves and. We're apart for about seven years. And so immediately after he leaves, like I just tell myself, I can't stay in this house anymore. And so I start packing up my stuff. And I have one of my friends come over. He's 6'2", 6'3". He's one of my best friends. And uh, he's helping me clean out the closet. And I'm only like 5'1 or 5'2, so like I he can't. He's technically a midget. I am not technically a midget, but I cannot see what's on top of the fridge or something like that. So we go into the closet and we're trying to clean it out. And uh, he sees owl wings. And he's like, hey, Jenny. Did you know you have owl wings? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
And so, with his bare hands, I should say. Nothing. Don't worry. This was. This is not a residual spell. He was not affected in any way. <laughs> he pulls out owl wings, and I have no idea where they came from. And so the only person that we can both think about that had put them there was Jesse. And I'm not going to name him. He does not believe in any of this. Even after finding those owl wings and whatnot, um, he, I'm not going to name him. So we find these owl wings. We don't know what the fuck to do with them. We put them in a plastic bag and basically just put them in the trash can because we don't know what to do with owl wings. They literally look like there's no blood on them. They look like they were sawed off an owl, but there's no blood. And so I just, I didn't understand what they were doing there. I still don't know what the significance of owl wings are to do. Maybe you can elaborate. I would not like to elaborate. Because <laughs> you will get somebody, some listener that is listening and they'll attempt stuff. With a novice attempt at it. I, it, it. The more you listen to this podcast, the more I will share information with you. But at the same time, will not share information with you. Because dabbling in the occult and certain things is not safe especially if you have a family especially if you have loved ones uh it can be a very 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 bad thing to have around um like i said and i'll always be kind of restating i was young i lived a very loner lifestyle and i wanted basically all the knowledge of stuff that i could get so yeah um i will not elaborate on these owl wings even though it would make a hell of a cool story (laughs) and i'm pretty sure some people would be like whoa but again no no elaboration maybe at some point when we have a solid following of listeners Mm -hmm. and they request things and they make it known that yeah we'd like to know this we're big people and we take your warnings perfectly mm-hmm. because i feel like i have some kind of moral obligation to not frivolously give knowledge out but continue okay well aside from that i think that's it for now i can't think of anything else aside from what i've shared um i'm definitely open to hearing about your stories your experiences if it's something ghost related if it is ufo related you know what no i'm not done <laughs> i am sorry okay i like um, that because because you know what as i hate ufo things but i've had my fair share encounters that I don't even share with people because I know it sounds so crazy. Like, I should go get some aluminum foil right now <laughs> and put it on my goddamn head. Well, that's that's what I'm about to share. I'm not done. I have a UFO story. Okay. <laughs> so, in San Antonio, I know, first, like, when I was growing up, I thought amusement parks like Fiesta, Texas were a thing in every major city. Apparently it's not. 
Like, we are lucky enough to have a Six Flags and a SeaWorld here. And I believe Schlitterbahn as well. Schlitterbahn is technically New Braunfels. Well, I mean, they like to divide all these things into subsections, but I want to say it's technically still in San Antonio. It's not, but whatever. Okay. It's the same drive if you were to drive to, you know, (laughs) basically. They're all hella far from like yeah from the south side from where we live so i mean yeah it's about the same distance yeah but you know semantics anyways so so fiesta texas ends their day with a fireworks display every day doesn't matter if it's a weekday or the weekend they have a fireworks display and so they are located off of interstate 10 and so one day, it was very recent, like within the past 10 years, I know, um, I was driving away from Fiesta, Texas. If you're from San Antonio, I was like maybe in the De Zavala area. It's, it's a ways from Fiesta, Texas. And I was driving home. Um, I live on the south side. So, like, it's a very far drive. So, I was driving home, and I was looking ahead, and just on the left side, I saw, like, the sky light up in this green color. Like, if you could imagine the brightest lightning just illuminating the sky, but instead of white, it is... The most neon green you've ever seen it looked like a fucking explosion only instead of like firecrackers and all that bullshit it was just like lightning green lightning and it illuminated the whole sky and i was very surprised <laughs> because i just did not know where that was coming from fiesta texas was literally behind me like and from where i was driving it looked like it was like on the left side of me ahead of me and so it was just very surprising i didn't see a ufo but i saw something that i could not define or understand and so yeah i'm sorry if that bored you i'm rambling a little bit i guess but yeah okay so this is the end This is technically the end of this episode. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, I want you to, if, if you've been entertained so far, subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your friends. It'll be fun for everybody. And, uh... I'm going to be interviewing as many people as I can. Within reason. <laughs> yeah, within reason. Of our busy lifestyle. But yeah. for sure, um, if it is something that you find interesting or, you know, leave a comment. Maybe I want Jesse to shut up more or maybe <laughs> I want Jen to elaborate more on this or just certain stuff. Because, like, in my personal account, I have a lot of stuff, like, you know a couple of my hidden ufo stories that i had mm-hmm. um some more occult stuff that is just in my backlog that i have you know i i, I live a pretty normal dad life now but you know back then I, it was i i literally would travel 
pretty much everywhere I could. I had very extensive books on everything, including it, it wasn't just Santeria, it wasn't just you know the Gomorrah, it wasn't even I had voodoo, I mean, it just is everywhere. I, I wanted, I was a sponge and I wanted to suck everything up. Mm-hmm. I so. was SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> of the occult. So this is Paranormal Chat. If you are on Instagram, you can find us at paranormal.chat. Follow us because I'm going to be posting photos of whatever. Like if you have artwork or if we feel so inclined to make some artwork over your story, we're going to post it. If you have photos that you would love to share or like to share with us, we're going to post it for you. And eventually, I hope... And I know this is like, oh my god, big city dreams. <laughs> I want you guys to know that if you guys make this big, I promise you. I goddamn promise you that I will take every and every single account of you guys seeing Elvis alive out there. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> she laughs, but I want to hear those Elvis stories. It's because you saw, what is it, death becomes her. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like that. I she barely saw it, like maybe a week ago. But it's it's been, it's been in my. I'm like, I know he's out there. Tell me about it, guys. And Tupac. But anyway. Well, I mean, Tupac is a little bit less credible for me. But the King, if you've seen the King out there, let me know. Might as well just call out Sasquatch also. <sighs> you but know what? We're not gonna get into Sasquatch. We're not gonna at the get moment. into Sasquatch because I'm. But whatever. It, this is paranormal and occult stuff. And if you think you've met sasquatch or he is giving you the side eye while you're getting your fries we want to hear about it <laughs> okay so again paranormal.chat on instagram once we have our facebook page running i will of course announce it i hope that you will subscribe give us a good rating don't give me a bad rating because that's not going to help us get followers um follow us on instagram give us a rating good rating leave a comment on everything that we post so that it will stay within instagram's weird ass algorithm yeah and maybe if you guys make it seem a lot better we'll endeavor to snapchat and give you guys some more ex- you know exclusive content on when we're filming these things yeah the props that we have set up in my house you know the, mm-hmm. the spooky stuff we'll elaborate more there's Mm-hmm. Just so much more stuff to the stories that you could visually help you realize it. And yeah. Plus, you know, we're just in general. Yeah, and also, if if you want to share your story, please, please, one of us will read it. If both of us will read it, and we, we have Not questions. Not at the same time. Yeah, but if we have <laughs> questions or further follow-up, we, we could probably, you know... Skype or something yeah, we'll about set it, something and we'll, up. we'll we'll set stuff up where we'll have some of your voice clips if we feel your story strong enough and it seems intense. I, I want to hear you recant it at yeah. some point. Even no, if not recant. Recant means oh yeah, well, taking it back. But we would love to hear you retell your story yeah. online. And so, please, if you don't feel comfortable talking, or to if you want to be left anonymous yeah. when you're saying that, it's the same thing that happened. Yeah, we can put, just. Uh, John Doe from, or Jane Doe from 
And you don't even have they, to do yeah. that. We'll just say anonymous from so-and-so. But let, let it be real, though. We don't want people calling in with their, uh, or with sorry, their calling in, we're emailing them with, you know, fiction. Yeah. Yes, this is, I want this to be like actual accounts of stuff. Yeah, but anyways, email us your story if you'd like to, or email us if you'd like to appear on this podcast at let's chat paranormal at gmail.com all in the same word there's no spaces there's no periods or dashes again let's chat paranormal at gmail.com our instagram is paranormal dot chat and once our facebook page is set up i will post that and i will be working on a website eventually once i get the time to be honest we're gonna get all of that running i would love to talk to as many people as i can about their paranormal stories their ufo stories cryptozoology stories and if you're a local to san antonio Buck, I would love to have you here. Let's have some drinks, and we're going to talk paranormal and whatever. Yeah, and if you, like me, also dabbled on some occult stuff and it didn't turn out so well for you, oh, yeah. I'd like to hear some of those stories as well. Um, yeah, give us our, give us your fucking occult stories, dude, yeah. or your just your occult stories in general. Like, I want to hear them. I want to hear your experience and I'm sure everybody else would love to like and, don't be shy and uh, as I might want to stay you know later on I, I want to dabble in what y'all guys out there in uh, I guess to sound super lame and old-timey out there in radio land uh, your conspiracies and stuff just all oh my your God. kooky stuff that you have out there because I personally stay within my sphere of stuff that I know the run the chateau stuff from the Catholic Church but if you nuts like me out there are listening and you have a lot of conspiracy stuff out there shoot it yes give me your fucking conspiracy theories because I drive myself crazy with conspiracy theories I will delve into YouTube and I will go down that rabbit hole with you yeah we we know those frogmen out there <laughs> those south american iguana boys <laughs> we're gonna catch them one day well i'm not gonna catch them because i'm not gonna go down there looking for them if i go down there i'm going down there for drinks and rest and relaxation let those iguana boys roam free <laughs> okay so that's it again subscribe rate us comment fucking share away dude just have a good day and Make sure that you call, or not call in, but email in your story. Paranormal, fucking conspiracy, UFO, anything I want to hear about it, man. Or another subject that I want to dabble on. If you had any weird incubus or succubus stories that you want to share as well, let us know. Oh, man, that's scary. Okay, let us know. Have a good night. Be safe. Bye.